I'm Mother Milk, uh, and we are with Sandy Green today. Sandy, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us, tell us a little bit about who you are. Sure. Thank you. So, yeah, I'm Sandy. I am a mom of a two-year-old boy named Avi, and I have a little girl on the way due in October. Um, and I have a business called Taking Care of Mama, where I do... Uh, I do one-on-one and I do group virtual counseling for moms who are pumping because that's what my feeding journey ended up being all about was the breast pump. Right. So that's a beautiful segue into telling us, share a little bit about your experience with infant feeding. What, what was your journey? Sure. So I went into the whole feeding thing with an open mind, I really wanted breastfeeding to work, but I also knew a lot of moms for whom it didn't go as planned. Mm -hmm. And I knew that that was a possibility. And so I kind of, I tried to go in with an open mind and we started off really strong. My son was doing great. I was nursing, he was gaining and like, I was like, yay, I have it. I figured it out. (laughs) I'm one of the ones who got it. And then um, my son was about 12 weeks old. He started to stop gaining weight. And Mm. it was a really traumatic experience for a new mom to see that the pounds were not coming on. And I couldn't figure out why because we had been doing great. Uh, We had been doing really great. And I started to notice that he was all of a sudden seemed like uncomfortable on the breast, which had not been the case in the past. And long story short, I saw a bunch of specialists and it turns out he had a whole slew of ties in his mouth. He had a tongue tie, an upper Mm. lip tie and both cheeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. And everyone was shocked that it took three months to figure it out. But I had the way that the lactation consultant explained it was that I had an oversupply. And so he was being like hosed with milk. (laughs) And so it didn't matter that he was had a bad latch. And then at 12 weeks, you know, your supply starts to like regulate. And because he had a bad latch, my supply started to decrease. And that's why Mm -hmm. he was looking uncomfortable because he wasn't getting enough and he couldn't do it. And it was just, it was just really sad. And uh, I had all the ties corrected. We Mm -hmm. saw a lactation consultant Mm -hmm. and it just, it wasn't working. It wasn't working. And I decided to choose for me, my, my own personal choice was that my sanity was at stake (laughs) Right, right. Uh, I had also just gone back to work at the same time that this all happened. Wow, wow. And I just, I decided to exclusively pump. I didn't even know that was a term at the time. I was just like, oh, I could pump instead of nurse. I wonder if, I wonder if anyone else has thought of this. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's what I did. I I exclusively pumped for him uh, for months until he was a little over 10 months old. And by then I built up a really great freezer stash. And um, yeah, that's, that's my story. Nurser turned pumper. (laughs) Right. You became like the expert on on the on the exclusive pumping and coined the term. 
Uh, I'm not so sure I coined the term. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> once I did, it was a funny thing. Like once I started doing research on it, because I'm a researcher. That's mm. like I, I have a tendency to obsessively research things. Um, I found that there's like thousands of people around the world who are exclusive pumping for so many different reasons, and right. it's like a whole wow. thing. That's amazing. That's yeah. I, I mean, I certainly didn't know that that you know there was kind of a this exclusive pumping, um, I guess, community or 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 um, approach. And I think it's really important to to know, um, and you know, kind of seek that support as well as advice, um, because like you said, you know, sometimes it doesn't work, and we have to turn to other mm-hmm. solutions, and whatever whatever those are for you know whatever's right for us. Um, but Sandy, is there a particular moment or, or experience that kind of stayed with you or, or that was especially significant throughout your journey that kind of has remained, you know, like when you think back is kind of, um, stayed with you throughout, throughout your journey and kind of Mm -hmm. as you enter maybe the second pregnancy? There are so many, (laughs) there are so many. I also blogged throughout my experience. It was a, like a cathartic thing for me. So Mm -hmm. there are certain stories that stick with me because I wrote them and I, I processed by writing. Um, but I think one of them was the day was the the last day that I ever nursed Mm. my son. Um, we had just moved so it's emotional. We had, we had just moved to a new house. It was our moving day. And mm. I was at the house, the new house. My husband was with the movers at our old apartment. And so I was there with our son and there was, there was nothing in the house. Like nothing mm. had been moved yet, except for me and a couple of obvious like things, toys and stuff. Um, and I nursed him and I thought it went really well. Mm-hmm. And like 20 minutes later, he was freaking out. He was starving. He was desperately trying to latch and I kept trying to help him and it wasn't working and I was crying and he was crying and I didn't have any milk or formula or bottles in the house because we were in the process of this move. Um, And I called a friend who lives around the corner and she happened, she also had a baby. She happened to have some, um, she had to happen to have some bottles and some formula and she brought them over for me. Oh, wow. And I fed uh-huh. Avi, I fed Avi and he looked at me and was happy and was content. And that was the moment that I was like, my sanity, his health, that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. It's oh, wow. All- a beautiful story also you know kind of of what you went through and also the sisterhood you know of like being able to call a neighbor and have her you know come come right away she she saved me and I I won't pretend that it was always easy after that that I didn't mourn the end of nursing I didn't feel guilty sometimes I didn't feel like I had failed in some way but I think you know you asked what about that experience I may be taking with me with my second? Yeah. And I think what I, what I hope to take with me from that experience is that there's no such thing as failure when it comes to feeding your baby. Right. As long as you're feeding them. Totally. (laughs) You're succeeding. Yeah. That's, and that's something that I think sometimes we kind of, we get so caught up that we forget, Mm -hmm. you know, 
that, that like the end goal is to have a fed baby and that we are, you know, able to breathe and also take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I thank you for, for kind of stressing that and, and, and re- reminding us of that, that that's, that's what it's about at the end of the day. Yep. And, um, and, and Sandy, if you could go back in time, you know, to your kind of first time experience, your first time mom, your new mom, it's all kind of, you know, I don't know, I remember personally feeling overwhelmed, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, you definitely have to navigate this new situation. What would you tell yourself? What do you think that, you know, now, you know, as a more seasoned mom, mm-hmm. uh, kind of, um, with all your experience, you know, on your personal journey as well as kind of being a, um, a coach when it comes to exclusive pumping, what, what, what would you, what would you tell yourself if you could go back in time? So this is what I tell new moms that I work with. Mm. Uh, It's that, you know, in the beginning, feeding is everything. Feeding is everything. Your baby's not doing anything. They're not smiling. They're not giving you feedback. They, so feeding is all you're able to do for them. Yeah. Change their diaper, but it's really all about the food. And so it becomes so big in your mind that it is so crucially important to the survival of your child that you feed them the right way, whatever that, you know, word right means for you. Right. And that if you're able, so hard, but if you're able to step back Mm. and see the big picture, right. It's, that's just a very small moment in time because very soon they're going to smile when they see your face. Mm. and they're going to laugh when you tickle their toes and they're going to try carrots for the first time. (laughs) And then before you know it, they're going to be two years old and they're going to want to play with their play kitchen in the, in the living room. And Mm. when I look back at how much stress the feeding situation caused me Mm. yeah, yeah, and how, how much pressure I put on myself. Right. Um, it just feels much bigger in that moment. And right. so if you're able to step back a little bit, it can be really helpful to have that perspective. I wish I had someone tell me that. At the time. <laughs> it's easier said than done. <laughs> it's true, but it's, it's so important. It's so important. And, and you articulate all of this so beautifully. Oh, thank you. So Honestly, Sandy, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um, So this was um, Sandy, who um, has a blog and is a postpartum doula and an exclusive pumping coach. Um, And thank you so much for being with us and for sharing all of this with us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.